Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simons, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 88 of PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast, also known as ClearPropTV.com if you want to watch us live every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, or you can listen to us on your favorite podcasting app, or just run over to Paratalk.org. Tonight, we're just talking about paramotors. We don't have a guest, but man, it turned out to be a really fun, almost two hours of just talking about paramotors. Have a wonderful day, and thank you very much for listening to PBG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. So now I can hit go live instead of wondering when it goes live. That is so cool. So we are live. Welcome, everybody, and welcome, Justin and HD Scooter 100 and Eric PPG Lear, uh, they're all in the chat. I guess I'm in the chat too, so I'll, I'll say hello to myself. Who do we have in here? We got Flying Flamingo Jade, Eric Lear, JP Tulo, and we got PPG Pooh Bear. What's up, guys? How's so we it don't going? Have, <laughs> so we don't have a guest tonight. All we're doing is talking paramotors. It's like we're just getting together uh, after a great day of flying, and uh, there's a, a barbecue pit here, and we're gonna have a beer and talk paramotors. Sound good, y'all? Yeah, actually, there's a, that, 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 hold on, HD, hold on, uh, he has a question. Oh, okay. Uh, HD Scooter 100, I have a question. I went through training, nothing said about using trims, uh, landing a trike, have any suggestions? Well, you have quite a few trike flyers right here in the panel, and um so i guess Four. if you were taking off you know your instructor either has you at mid mid trim or trim all the way in and it's going to be the same when you're landing but also you can use your throttle a little bit to give yourself a little bit more of a flare you're going to be coming in a little faster um i know that i use my trims all the way in when i land i use my throttle when i land and I, I use a lot of brake for my flare and you can grease those landings in quite smooth. And I think Jade uh, does the same thing. So I, I hope that answers your question. Well, also JP, he went out and flew for the first time at the, at the bad apples flying. Right. And do you remember what you did as far as your trims? I mean, did you even look at your trims? Uh, yeah, I messed around with them a little bit. Um, I think for the landing, I just uh, left them at the neutral setting. And uh, like Eric said, it's just a balance of uh, throttle and brake. And you, you, you can just get it just right. And uh, it's nice having the wheels because you, you don't have to worry about coming in too fast. All you're worrying about is your descent rate. And you just make it as slow as you, you can with the amount of uh, area you have to work with. And you just, you know, you balance the throttle and, and the flare and, and just, you know, it's just a feel. And, it, you know, if you're not getting it right away, just give it time. It'll come to you. And I saw your first flight. That was really good. I mean, you were up there. You're having, I mean, your takeoff was amazing. You're, 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 I, I didn't even see it. Oh, you, you were buzzed. there, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, you were buzzing around for a while before you came in. And when you came in, you came in and you were cutting the wing and you just drove it over and dropped it over like 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 you've been flying trikes forever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It, 
it's fun, you know, and it, uh, I, I think kiting a lot, you know, definitely gives you an advantage if you've got the opportunity to get out there and, and kite and some steady wind. It definitely isn't going to hurt the cause. Um, I even, I brought it down on the runway at one point and, uh, you know, kited it down the entire runway. And with the wheels, it's just, uh, it's fun. So, um, when you can tie in the hand coordination into your feet and what you're doing with the front wheel and then balance that with the throttle. So you've got, you know, three different things going on at least at once. If you can balance all those things together, um, it really, uh, makes for a magical experience. Absolutely. I just looked back here at the chat. It looks like uh, Never Trust the Skinny Chef. Shane jumped in, Slow Days, John Wayne, uh, Paramotor NC, Charles Walsh. Uh, Walsh um, let's see, anybody else? It looks like there's a lot of talking in here, so welcome, everybody. Uh, Will Fly, not only is he in uh, on the panel here, but he's also talking in the chat. So that's awesome. So is JP Tool. Sweet. Everybody's chatting. I, I love it. So like I said, uh, tonight we do not have a guest. We're just talking paramotors. And it looks like we got uh, six people in here, including myself. Will Fly just jumped in. What's up, Will Fly? Hey, guys. How you doing? Sorry about that. You're, I, I see that you're about to drink. Go ahead, go ahead and take a drink. It's all right. That's all right, man. Yeah, I'm doing good. Absolutely. I'm not doing as good as JP is with his little kitty cat there. That is, 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 that, the one that, is that the one that made you get like 2 million views on TikTok? This is, this one didn't get 2 million. She she got, which, did we use you in a video yet? I don't know if we have her in a video yet. She's okay. in the drawer. Well, welcome oh, yes, everybody. that was her. Oh. Is that, that's the one that petted you, right? And the one that you got 2 million views? No, no, that was a different one. Oh, oh okay. Um, that was the dryer was, one, wasn't it? Not the dryer one. She was the one in the desk drawer, apparently. <laughs> which I can show you if you guys. How many cats do you have? We 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 do a foster thing. So when kittens come in and oh, okay. lose their parents, we uh, bring them back, nurse them to to health. Um, so we have quite a few. So you, you know, nurse them to health and make them popular in TikTok. What's that? <laughs> you make them popular in TikTok and feed and uh, clothe them, right? Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, feed them, clothe them, and then hopefully find them. You know, foster parents. That's uh, kind of the point too. Is is getting them and you know the foster uh, system some acknowledgement to you know get them a family. So you need you need to take them up on one of your paramotor adventures, and that would really get you know the the message out there pretty quick. Uh, absolutely, I've thought about it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> and then let them have a little parachute and go. Shoo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is one i was just holding right here so for people that are listening to this on itunes what's going on uh, i'm stressed out at work so i reach into you know my top drawer at work and i grab a <laughs> bottle of liquor and i move it out of the way and i, I pull a kitten out oh. and, uh, i put the kitten in the, the mug and that's the kitten that i was just holding you know when she was a baby so oh eyes aren't even open no that she was fresh 
So how, how, how do people get to this if they want to see this later on, if they're listening to this podcast? Uh, look me up on TikTok or Instagram at uh, jptulo, um, or if you're on the web, www.jptulo.com. I make a lot of uh, videos. Now, do you do a lot of paramotor videos on TikTok or just mostly, uh, or what do you do? It's probably like 50-50 between paramotor and, and pet stuff, animal stuff. Maybe slightly leaning towards paramotor stuff. It depends what kind of, you know, content I got at the moment. But, um, yeah, looking at it now, I'd say it's slightly leaning towards flying content. Uh, it's just whatever. I, I try not to make a video unless it's relatively interesting. So, um I got a good clip, I'll put it up. So there's a lot of uh, just flying around with friends, whatever. You know, if I, if I see a cool shot and I'm able to, you know, splice in some, you know, some nice music with it, I'll throw it up. So I don't know if you guys can hear the music on these right now. No, if if it's music, then YouTube will yell at me. Yeah, I got you. So it's good that you don't have it on there right now. Well, that's cool. We also got uh, PPG Pooh Bear, and um, you've been uh, making some string life stuff. I see that in your background. How's that been going? Been going pretty good. We got some uh, nice size window stickers made. Um, they're available on the website, String Life website, ppgstringlife.com. Um, and we got some videos of me screwing up on there and learning how to do stuff. And we're making some new videos on um, repairs that we're making along the way. i uh, got a new prop repair video coming up soon, and uh, we'll have that up as soon as we can. Is that you that I see on, on this picture on, on the website? Um, see. Oh, you can't see it. Okay. Yeah, it is you. I, I know um, it's you. I just wanted you to say, yeah, it was me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I see you and your pretty wife smiling at us. How's she doing, by the way? She is working her bottom off. Yeah. She's trying to get the uh, cosmetic business up and going and, and uh, successful so she can follow her dream she works full-time in the factory too so she's just chugging like a choo-choo i hear you well awesome man anything else going on in your life anything else fun and entertainment uh, entertaining that we want to chat about uh no that's probably about it um trying to wait for the weather to get to where i can get some more cutting uh done and uh just trying to keep some skills so I can get up in the air. And hopefully uh, swing by over here this weekend if you get the chance so we can continue to work on our paramotor builds. We're working on designing paramotors and trikes. So it's, it's really interesting. You think that, oh, it's just a hoop. It's just a net. You know, you just slap on an engine and, and go for a ride. It's a lot more engineering uh, than I thought originally. And looks like I'm going to be the one that is going to be the test dummy flying up in the air and testing these rigs out. So, woohoo. It's always fun. <laughs> so we'll fly you've been uh putting out some pretty good videos what's uh what's what's been new with you bud uh 
Um, the Moster, mostly, has been new. And uh, man, I've been loving that thing. Absolutely loving it. I sure wish I'd have done that a long time ago. So you've been flying uh, Adam 80, right? Adam 80. For, for the first part of your flying career. Yep. And then just recently you decided, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get a Moster 185. And you've been flying that. And I bet you haven't touched that Adam 80 since. <laughs> no, I haven't touched it. And actually, I sold that to uh, Nick Griffith. Oh, okay. Perfect for that. And uh, I'm anxious to go flying with him as, uh, as soon as I can. And uh, so, so anyways, uh, I'm thinking about putting together a little video about the transition, but coming from a different angle. Everyone, I mean, you guys know about me going down in the creek. I was there. I helped you out. You did. You sure did. Well, JP was there. I, I'm not sure. I don't JP think was there. I, he was. He was. He was videoing. He he thought it was funny. He was, <laughs> he was just looking for good content. I know. Yeah, he, he was. <laughs> no, not only was I he in the background, he actually got, got, got real good content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you, you don't understand. Like I stepped down into that creek. I. I up my camera because there were some few people coming by and right away I know. splashing into the water i could not have uh timed it any better it's not like i had been standing in that creek for an hour waiting for something to happen it was like i went down and it happened it was just like well i'll tell like you i'll be honest with you one of the thoughts in the back of my head well forefront maybe it was dang man that was jp tulo he got it all <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but uh, along those lines, you know, there's an aspect of it that I really hadn't given much thought about, and that is the power and the safety of having the extra power. I believe that I would not have gone down in that creek if I had that moster. I believe I'd have punched right through that turbulence, and it would have given me the oomph that I needed. Now, I'm not blaming the, the atom. I agree with that. I put I agree myself... With that in that situation. I wasn't surprised that I was flying an Adam 8, right? So uh, full responsibility for that. But there was another situation um, that came up recently and I was flying a new area. This was in Ohio, JP. And uh, I wanted to fly this field. So I did a flyover to, you know, just check for obstacles, power lines, you know, anything that would <laughs> hurt me. Uh, and yeah, everything looked good. So on my way, after I did that, I went and checked out another field, which I was familiar with and kind of tooled around and, and came back, came back over the trees to that new field that I just checked out and cleared. And as I came up over the trees and I turned left right in front of me was a freaking power line. Ooh, oh my goodness. A freaking up on you. Man, but, but I had cleared this, you know, so there's a moral to that. that just because you clear a field doesn't mean you can't make a mistake and right. miss something that you, you know, thought you cleared. So maybe checking it out twice or whatever. When uh, you said, when you said cleared, does that mean that you went out there earlier and checked everything out or? It you it. I flew over it. Okay. And checked it out at, a, you know, a safe altitude. Um, but again, you know, that lesson learned, right? That which doesn't kill us. <laughs> no, that which 
doesn't kill us makes us stronger right right but, but anyways that's the same kind of thing uh first of all when you see one power line you're not 100 sure if that's the upper power line or the lower power line you know i mean it was the upper power line so of course i gunned it and right over it i would not have had that option with the atom i was just too close and i was even lifting my feet that the lifting the feet that's just kind of a, a second nature type thing i don't know if it would have done any good or not but well i mean lifting up your feet it changes that angle of your of your uh, thrust to push you up didn't think about that yeah, yeah didn't think about that so uh i am tickled pink with my moster Absolutely. And and just for so people know, you weigh how much? 150. So you weigh 150. You've been flying the Atom 80, and you would rather fly with the 185 than the 80. Absolutely. I spend much less time on the ground. And that's another safety thing. I mean, if something's going to happen to you on launch, and for me anyways, it's probably going to involve like a trip or, you know, some. so the more contact I have with the ground, um, just kind of there's more time for things to go wrong. And, uh, Hey, that is where I am right now, though. Am I flying? So, I mean, maybe a brand new pilot, maybe I'd, I'd think differently, but, uh, yeah, I spend a lot less time on the ground. Um, boom, I'm off the ground and flying. Uh, now did you keep the same frame and just swap motors or you got a whole new pair of motor to get all together? I got a whole new pair of motor. I could have swapped frames, but um, I opted for the power to fly Titan and, uh, you know, titanium. And uh, I've had good luck with titanium in the past. Of course, the Maverick, that is too. Uh, so, yeah, I'm loving my pair of motor. Now, I know that a lot of people would, you know, if they're 150 pounds, they'd rather go with an Atomating because it's lighter. Um, what do you feel the difference is, is, I mean, what do you feel the difference is not the actual weight itself, but how does it feel? Does it feel heavier? Does it feel stronger? Does it feel more top heavy? How does it feel differently? It definitely feels heavier. There's no question about it. I mean, it's a heavier motor. Um, the Moster is, well, let me just say the Atom 80, it's quieter. It's uh, much better on fuel economy and uh, less vibration, but those at uh, the Moster has more power. So yeah, it's a give and take on that. And although it's a heavier, it's heavier on my back when I first put it on, the fact that I spend less time launching means the weight goes away much quicker. Interesting. Okay. Um, the rest of you on the panel, I know that uh, PVG Pooh Bear flies at Atom 80, but the rest of you guys, you fly at least a 185, right? You don't fly an Atom 80 or anything like that? I'm not sure. I have flown an Atom 80, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> I agree with what Will said. It's uh, it's much easier on your back. It's uh, much better on fuel economy. It's much uh, quieter, less vibrations. But for me... Um, the the takeoff run was probably at least twice as long and the rate of climb was just wasn't it, it wasn't good for me i mean and i'm at like 210 so uh i can see why it would be the perfect choice for some people but uh for you know a bigger pilot on a smaller wing 
Um, I don't think that's the ticket exactly. You know, depending on what your your mission is. Everybody has a different mission when they go flying. Right. You know, are you doing cross country? Are you going up for an acro run, come, you know, down back up again? Are you just going around staying low, carving through trees? You know, it all depends on what your mission is. But if you need lots of power for climb rate um, and you're a bigger guy, I don't think that the, you know, Adam's the, the right choice, but I, I think it is the right choice for a lot of people. It just depends on the pilot and it depends on your goals. So. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you know, sometimes you want to take a Corvette for a ride. Sometimes you want to take the, yeah. you know what I mean? The station wagon, yeah. depending on what exactly. your goals are like. Not, not that the Adam 80 is a station wagon. Okay. I love that <laughs> motor. Let me be clear about that. I, it's just been everything that I expected that motor to provide, it did. So um, I'm just, I was ready for a little more power. I wish the Moster was as smooth as the Adam 80 is. Yeah, I know. I've often said I wish they had an Adam 185. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I wouldn't even care if it were a little bit heavier, heavier than the typical Moster. Like if, if I could sacrifice some weight for that smoothness, um, and the, maybe even have it a little bit quieter because that moisture vibrates. It's it's like a if you don't put Loctite on stuff, it's gonna rattle itself to death. And it's loud, even even when you repack the uh, the silencer, it's still so much louder than the eighty. Just as long as it's not louder than my music, I'm all right. <laughs> I've been I've been flying around with the um, with the bows, the one the the bows the the what do you call it the little earbuds noise canceling and before that i used to put in earplugs and my ear cups over the top of it and since i got these bose noise canceling earbuds it's been so much quieter and so much more relaxing and it's easier to hear uh easier to talk and understand what's going on you know when i'm on the phone with other people um on that note, do you guys use um, some sort of noise canceling or do you use like the the Senna or how, how do you listen to things, um, either music or talking to other people? How, how do you do that and what do you use? Anybody? Uh, uh, I don't have a. You don't thought about I've thought about putting like uh, AirPods inside of my ear cups. Yeah. Um. Never really got around to doing it. I'm not real big on listening to music. I understand why some people are. Um. I'm with as many issues as I've had. Um. I, I really prefer to hear the engine and hear what's going on, and uh, it bothers me when I can't do that. And there's, I'm not dogging anybody that prefers music because i get that i wish i could just relax and just you know let everything phase everything else out and just enjoy the music but that's not my uh personality i guess it i can't enjoy it because i'm worried about you know something happening or you know whatever um right. i'm kind of the same way mm -hmm. yeah you're the same way you just you, now do you put in earplugs with the cups on or do you just have the cups or how do you keep the noise out we got the uh, the gel cups. Um, it doesn't seem like it. I don't know. I guess part half the time I'm wearing a headband, so it kind of ruins the seal around my ear. But um, 
I've tried them with my, my, um, earbuds in halfway through one of them fell out. So, but it was still in the cup, you know? So I was like, I'm done with that. So I'll, I'll play music once I get up in the air a little bit, but that's about it. <laughs> Ken Stamey in the chat says, if you keep dropping the weight, you can trade it in for a 50 CC. <laughs> I I've tried, I've tried my, my 80. Um, I do have a, a Adam 80 and I do have the Molster 185. Um, I tried the 80, but I just ran forever. Couldn't get any lift. Matter of fact, uh, this last Sunday I went for a flight topped off my tank my gas tanks so five gallons were in there and we had a nice little breeze but as soon as i took off it's like the climb rate was just so incredibly slow um i know if i tried to do that with the 80 i i wouldn't have even been able to get off the ground mm -hmm. uh, john wayne in the chat said he wants to hear the motor that makes sense uh justin um Luenz, Lewinsky, did I say that right? Big Lou, Lewandowski. Lewandowski, okay, yeah. The microavionics headset, you can answer phone calls and listen to music. Pretty cool. Okay, that's, that's neat. Um, I have the uh, microavionics headset, and from what I from what I understand, the, the music was not very loud in it, but I think that the uh, newer microavionics headset someone said that their music was much louder so uh hey I don't, I don't know i'm a big fan of this right here what's that that style that clips over your ear it's just a bluetooth dongle if you can see that yeah i see it but i like the fact that that goes inside the ear so i mean it kind of automatically blocks out the ambient noise and you know i can hear my music has anybody else tried the noise canceling earbuds before i really can't believe that no one has because the difference is night and day i mean it's uh, i see ppg smoke you know with their thousand dollar you know headsets it's noise canceling and stuff but the bows i put them in there with the normal cups over and it's like it sounds like i'm in my car driving i mean i can barely hear anything it's really awesome Mm -hmm. um, anybody else have a noise canceling headset that they use? Oh, I'd sure like to try it. Yeah. You're, you're talking about the the standalone little ear pods, right? Um, the, they have, you know, they have um, um, cable, whatever they are. They're they're similar to to the regular corded ones, so they are corded, and then they got the little switch that you turn on, and ha you have to charge it because it's actually noise canceling, not noise muffling or whatever they call it and music comes through that too yeah i plug it into my phone so i can take phone calls and i can listen to music and do whatever i want to on my phone so now do you also wear your headset over that yes yeah the cups so that's probably similar to what will will is doing yeah there, there um, only there's one other thing that i'm sorry eric go ahead no i'm pretty much done thank you <laughs> okay <laughs> i just love listening to music when i fly i started doing it and now i can't fly without it but um I think there is a, a, a little bit of a caveat there as a pilot you know you you're kind of tuned to the motor and when something doesn't sound right you pick up on it real quick um, yeah listening to music kind of 
messes with that just a little bit. I guess with the Moster, if the vibration stops, you can pretty much <laughs> figure something's wrong. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I know. I mean, uh, you can almost feel everything that you need to know on your back. I mean, you don't even don't even need to hear it. You can just feel if something's going wrong. Um, Sean Asker is in the chat. Um, Shannon Brooks said, "Nice video, by the way." I think it's the uh, the the video of Sunday uh, with all the clouds. That was freaking awesome. I, I loved it. Um, Mad Sloper, what's happening? All slow days. John Wayne. Um, anybody else in here that oh Jared Hurley PPG can you talk on the phone using the bows yes it's actually um, a phone it's for your phone I actually got the adapter so it plugs into my phone I got the chest mount so I have the the earbuds in cups over it I got a um, I don't think I have any over here but it's it's like uh, some sort of foam that I can put around it so when I'm flying you don't hear the wind blowing and uh, I can talk perfectly fine. They can hear me, and it sounds like I'm in my car. They said so. It has some pretty good noise canceling. So that's not Bluetooth. No, I, I didn't get the Bluetooth. I got the corded. I got the corded on purpose because the Bluetooth are just the little buds with the microphone right here, right? With the bows with the cord, they can come down. You know, it comes down here, and then the microphone is right here in front of me. So that way, when I'm talking, I can talk with the microphone and it's not up here in, in the cup. Getting closer to my PPG SP140. Cool. I I love um, those battery electric hair motors. Those are so awesome. When are you supposed to get it? I think, I uh, think we're waiting for him to answer that. The microavionics, uh, the music for ours is pretty good. We can hear it. Um, Jade and I found that the radio going back and forth, we hear a lot of motor noise, but when we use the cell phones, crystal clear. Oh, it's like that other time that I was using these right here, just the normal iPhone um, earbuds. Um, and then the microphone, I wrapped some, uh, some, some foam around it. So it cut the, the wind noise and, uh, you guys were, were you on, were you on the, um, the zoom when I was, when I was flying? Yeah. We couldn't uh, even hear your motor at all. Didn't yeah. even know. So amazing. That's why I like the corded personally. So how loud is the, uh, music Eric? Well, loud enough to hear over the motor. You can hear it, but it's not very loud. Not loud enough to where it's hurting your ears. Is the phone call the same way for you? Phone call is a lot louder. Really? Yeah. Where does the music come from? Your phone? Is it Bluetooth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't there a setting on your phone that um, adjusts your level so it's not blowing your eardrums out if you change that i think that you can hear your music louder that's one of the things that is it an iphone that you're using yeah yeah there there's a setting on your iphone that they make it for bluetooth that um keeps it from being loud on purpose if you go to settings 
and I'm not sure exactly where that is. I'm sure it's under sound someplace. You can change that to where you Bluetooth and you can hear the the whole thing. It, it, they don't keep it at a certain decibel. If you guys know where that is, offhand. Bluetooth, but you click on settings and then Bluetooth and then your individual, whatever your, you know, uh, Bluetooth, whatever it is you're trying to, there's a little eye next to it and you click on the eye, I think, and that's where you can specify the type of Bluetooth device it is. I think the one you're looking for, Sean, is the other. Card. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the one that actually controls the sound. And I don't know where that is offhand. It's one, maybe it's in general, um, but I can't remember where that is. But yeah, actually, the last time I adjusted that, I had the alarm going off at 1.30 in the morning. It's not the alarm. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a setting that keeps the level you know to where it doesn't hurt your ears but if you're if you have a cup and you're flying you need that extra noise you need that extra music or that extra volume and i can't remember where that is offhand but it's out there someplace so if you know where that is guys uh, post it in the chat for us please okay so the, for, uh, along those lines <clears throat> i had my bluetooth uh, earphones connected and I continually was getting a warning on my phone that okay you've exceeded the whatever recommended time and volume for whatever so it would automatically adjust the volume down but if I I went into the settings bluetooth and I clicked on the little eye next to that device there's a device type that you can click on and by changing that to other it it made it consistently loud. So the, the other thing maybe is something to do with accessibility. Oh, other, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, I, I see where that is uh, on there. Maybe it is other. I think it's something else too. I just can't remember because I changed oh, a, it. It's yeah. called reduced loudness. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Where is that? Do you know where uh, that is? Uh, give me a second. I think that's accessibility. Stuff. Yeah, it's an accessibility. It's like a protection thing. Headphone, yeah, it's under headphone safety. Reduce um, loud sounds, and he keep and he turn that off. Where is that? Sounds and hepatics. Sounds and what? Say that ten times fast. No, I don't want to. Haptics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then it's uh, headphone safety when you, is that it? Headphone safety? Oh, some, Shannon Brooks, it's under sound and, is it, and hepatica? Is that what she said? Haptics? Yeah, know. I see that now. Okay, so. So I just noticed on mine, I had under Bluetooth, under microavionics, I clicked that little eye. And under device, I had mine, it was checked under car stereo. So I put it under headphones. So that's probably why I couldn't hear some of it, but I'm lost as to where you guys are at. Um, so let's see, it looks like you go to uh, re reduce loud sounds and you can search for it when you, when you uh, open up your settings. 
at the very top of settings, just type in. Um, yep, I'm there, headphone safety. Yeah, that's it, headphone safety. Yeah, I had that off too, so I flipped that on, headphone notification. Reduce loud sounds, I have off under headphone audio. Where's headphone audio? Reduce loud sounds. And I have that off. Just too many, too many settings. I mean, why don't they just let it go all the way up? And, you know, if we want it loud, we, we need, we want it loud. But I think that's where it is. There's someplace in there. Um, we'll play around and, and figure that out eventually. Uh, if anybody knows in the chat, actually, let me see. Has anybody said anything in the chat? Oh, John Wayne's got to go. The old man didn't get his name today. Aw. Okay, so I, I did find the under accessibility and then audio visual. Down below, it says headphone notifications. Uh, so I've turned that off. Phone. Oh, and they also have phone noise cancellation and make sure that's on. Um, that's what makes it to where you can have your uh, your corded uh, headphones for your iPhone, and when you're flying, you, you no one can tell that you are flying a pair mode, even with the 185, which was really awesome. Well, this is something interesting too. Yeah. In that audio visual. The same thing, the one on the top says headphone accommodations. If you click on that and tap it on, you can, uh, I guess, change different tune, you know, the sounds. And ah, I like that. I, th I think there, that there, here's custom audio setting. Let's see what custom does. Headphones not support. Um, only available for Apple and Beats headphones. Well, I got Apple. Uh, I just got to plug in my Apple headphones, and I'll be I'll be able to change it. I guess. Get your Beats on, I suppose. Beats are good, but they don't have the noise canceling. My friend has They're those. Expensive too. How much was the Bose that you got? Um, I don't remember offhand. Let me look on Amazon because I'm sure I got it on Amazon. So say smile at Amazon.com. Bose. Noise canceling headphones, and it's under the earbuds. So, two forty nine. Oh, that's expensive. Not really. Dang. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't think it's expensive because it does what I need it to do. Yeah. Well, that that's right. I mean it. Before, when I was flying, when I was just putting in my, you know, the the pink, you know, um, thingies, and then I put the cup over it, it was still loud as hell. Since I put the noise canceling buds in and turn it on with the cup over it, I tried it without the cup. Lots of wind noise. Couldn't really hear anything. The cup keeps the wind noise, and it makes it really enjoyable. 
Well, I might have to revisit using the microavionics again for phone and for uh, for the um, music. A lot of times, I, when I, I, it does work well for, for phone, but many times I'd be flying and all of a sudden there'd be someone <laughs> on the other end talking to me. Said, what? Yeah, man. Yeah, it just automatically answers the call. So, maybe. oh, yeah, I have it set for auto answer too because I don't want to fumble for my my um, my phone. Even well, though I, I, I don't hear the I don't hear the noise that it makes. So, oh, also, oh, and- so you're just jamming along, having a good time, and all of a sudden it's like, hello, what? Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. <sighs> Well, um, what's going on, y'all? Uh, any fun things coming up as far as in the paramotor community? Anything going on with, you know, a new fly-in with your motors, getting a new play, you know, getting a new uh, motor? I mean, what, what's going on? Anything good with the paramotor? Uh, I'll start. Um, Eric and I went to a little mini fly-in where we went to school um, down at Mad City Paragliding. And um, after going to Bad Apples and Moonshiners and having some direction out on the runways, especially like at Bad Apples, being that my first one, you know, and having a pilot um, briefing, um, there was nothing like that at this little mini one. It was paragliding uh, during the day. It was paramotors early morning, um, paragliding during the day, which was nice. Um, and then there was uh, paramotoring, of, of course, then in the evening. And But chaos on the runway. A um, couple people not uh, being... What's the words? Um, cooperative, um, safe. Um, I felt safe. Um, just flying in circles, flying up and down the runway while people were trying to take off. Um, try to remember um, not everybody's as good as the other people. And I, I heard a saying fly to the show, don't be the show. I thought that was kind of a, a good saying because a couple of these people were trying to be the show and they just weren't getting it. And it was pretty upsetting to me, at least, you know, and a couple other people, um, especially when we um, Sunday morning, I was trying to land and I had to circle around at the end of the runway, trying to come in three times because he kept flying back and forth up and down the runway. So well, I, mean, I'm to... I understand that yeah, but it, bad apples did a really good job yeah um keeping everybody you know lined up having the briefing and all that um the the air air marshals out there or whatever whatever you call them i mean they were directing everybody where they need to go you know holding up people you know before they take off to make sure that no one's flying over them this way i mean really good very safety conscious i was very happy with bad apples mm-hmm. yeah let me yeah me too well it's they didn't do any directing at uh at um Purden. And there were, oh. you know, there were 
there were some, you know, hangouts over the field, but all in all, I thought it went pretty darn well. I've learned that you really got to watch your back on when you're out on the runway or even anywhere, because I've just learned you don't trust anybody. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, you see a lot of people yeah. that are getting ready to set up. They look behind them and all that stuff. And before you know it, somebody's doing a 180 and going right behind you, you know, mess, not only messing up your air, but, you know, now they're like right above you when you're trying to take off and launch. Um, like I said, I, I really like Bad Apples. They did a really good job. Um, and I appreciate everybody over there. Does, does anyone else get I, I try to get out of my seat early when I'm coming, coming into land at a flying, just so everybody knows yes. I'm landing, you know? And uh, I mean, cause I don't know, not everybody does that. So you don't really know if someone's just doing a low pass or <laughs> so. I yeah, I, I normally do not get out of my seat until I put my feet down the way that the angels set up, you know, I can basically foot drag and then pull a break and then just stand up. You know, I can come in for landing sitting down until I stand up. So I don't even need to get out of my seat like a lot of other people do. However, when I was coming in for a landing, I did force myself to make myself look like I was out of my seat as I was coming in so the air marshals and other people could see that I am coming in for a glide uh, and, and, a, and a regular landing. I didn't try to do any fancy schmancy landings or anything because I wanted everybody to know it's like look I'm coming in here's my glide you can tell from my glide where I am and where I'm going to land please don't you know run into me so yeah I understand well <laughs> I wonder if Walter from Australia is here Walter is and he uh he doesn't have his microphone set up because we cannot hear him and he's not even on he's not on mute his microphone's not working so walter your microphone's not working check your connection to see if it's plugged in or not um anybody else have anything it's uh we chatted for 45 minutes and it's okay if we leave early if nothing's going on we don't have a guest but i would like to talk paramotors as long as you guys want to talk paramotors Okay, I got a question. I yeah, bud. What else does? Anyone else? Yeah, good, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the the Moster, of course, has more torque than the Atom. I mean, there's no way around that. The Power to Fly does a great job of managing that. However, you can't totally get rid of torque. So if you were doing a like stabilized climb, not launch, but you're like at altitude and you want to just do a nice you know, stabilized climb, does anyone use a little bit of trim to counteract the torque. I grab my tip steering and just hold it down about an inch and I can be full throttle and go straight. JP. Yeah. It, if you pull like a half inch, an inch more out of your left riser, your left trim tab, than you do the right trim. Um, it'll counteract any, uh, the thing is once you get off the power, then you're going to pull to the left a little bit, but, but yeah. Um, and it's funny you mentioned that because some wings are set up with that built in where you actually clip into the wing. There's two loops where your carabiner hook in is, and one will be like inside the other loop. 
So you can literally clip in and get a riser offset so that you're leaning one way or the other, which is essentially very similar to having uneven trims. But yeah, you can absolutely do that um, to offset small amounts of torque. Cool. Oh yeah, was that kind of different for you? Because an Adam 80 will to torque off to the left and a, a 185 is gonna to torque off to the right. Did that throw you off at all when you uh, took off the first time? It would have if the Adam 80 gave me any noticeable torque. I just didn't experience it. So I don't know if that was just the way it was set on the Maverick frame or if that they completely negated it. Uh, the power just, I didn't notice the torque on the Adam 80. Okay, but you could really feel the torque on the 185. Yeah, I know it's there. I mean, but it's certainly manageable. Yeah, I, I don't even realize that there's torque anymore. I just know that when I take off, um, I'm just going to be going off to the right. So, you know, I, I don't try to 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 go straight. I know that I naturally am going to be turning off to the right. So when I take off, you know, I just look at, you know, what's off to the right. And I just know that I'm going to be taking uh, that particular pattern. And usually I want to get up high, you know, and then go over, you know, the trees and stuff. So climbing at a you know uh going to the right i can get up high and then i'm over the trees or over any obstacles or or power lines uh what do you guys do do you guys launch and go straight out or do you guys circle or or, or torque to the right or what do y'all do when you take off i tend to go with the the torque i tend to kind of spiral do it like a right hand spiral just because mm -hmm. it kind of wants to go that way anyways. It's, I, I feel like it's easier really. to do right-hand turns on a Moser than it is left. And I imagine it's easier to do left-hand turns on a, an Adam 80, you know, depending yeah. on which way it's designed to naturally torque. I think, yeah, you can roll into the torque. And PPG Pooh Bear, he's got an Adam 80. Do you notice the torque? You're on mute. I hate when we have problems like that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't got the opportunity to check that yet. I gotcha. Yeah, I, th I think um, I, I just been flying so much that I just think, you know, I'm going to be turning a little bit off to the right and climbing. I don't even think about torque much. I mean, I know I can go straight if I need to. Um, I can take off and uh, um, turn to the left if I want to. You know, it's just, to me, it's more like a safety thing. It's like, if you're going to launch, launch and, you know, have your hand, have your hands up, get that most lift and uh, torque off to the right in a 185. However, um, PBD Tommy and I, we took off in a field or not a field. It, I don't I, He found this place. He said, come on over. It's right next to my house. You got to come over here. So we went over and this place was like, it was hilly, um, uh, I guess like a farm pasture. There was trees everywhere, okay? So I had to take off going straight, and then I had to turn to the left, which is opposite torque, around a pole to get some height. So I actually had to take off to the left and climb. He said that when he saw me take off and, he, and I was turning and I was making that turn around that pole, he was like, oh, my God. 
but uh, uh, that that's when I had to come in and skim treetops. And then as soon as I was over the treetops, I had to pull big ears to dip down quick and land within this little this little area. It was the craziest little LZ that I've ever flown. And it's nice to know that you can, you know, that, that you have the skills to be able to do something like that safely, even though it was kind of on the sketch side. Can we talk about that a little bit? Sure. Okay. Well, okay. Regarding the torque on the Moster. So it naturally wants to turn. Which to the. Towards your right. To the right. So. And my, to my mind, it would seem like if you were turning to the left, you'd be counteracting that torque so remember once you're up in the air though you know once you're up in the air once your feet leave the ground um it's different because you know you're kiting and you know stuff like that and you're running so you know you have you know your motor and and the wing and the ground but once you once your feet leave now you have the opportunity to um go full throttle and when you do make that turn to the left instead of you know, um, do you know how to make a really quick, tight 360? You pull to the right. Once you get there, then you pull both your brakes at the same time. They'll get you a tight, you know, 360 um, and keep you up off the ground. So I had to go straight, get up, you know, so I was, I was actually flying, pulled this way. I was turning. And of course, you know, you're, you're going to drop down a little bit but pulling both the brakes now, now I'm doing a slingshot, a 360 uh, slingshot and getting up in the air. Hmm. Have you ever tried that uh, when you're up in the air and you're doing like a, like a spiral, right? And you're just pulling like the right and your, and your left hand is up, right? And you're going around. If you are in that turn, right? That uh, spiral, pull both of them down at the same time and that will get you a really quick 360. It's a lot more energy, isn't it? A lot more energy, exactly. And you can bleed it out going up. So you, so you go, you turn, you pull, full throttle. You, you're making that, uh, tw that tight 360. You bleed it off, but you're bleeding off going up. The things that you learn at an SIV course. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching uh, your video. It was where you deployed your reserve. You went in the water. That was pretty cool. It's like 90, 90 seconds. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's neat to, to see because you always wonder, it's like, all right, when I, when there's an emergency and you know, we had the, the instructor say, you know, reserve, reserve, reserve. Right. So then it's like, all right, how long does it take to go? Okay. Where is it? Where is it? Okay. There it is. Throw it and deploy. How long does that take? And then when you're going down, it's like, all right, how long is it? I mean, what, what do we do? You know, you're going down. It's like now you're pulling in your line. So you got this big old stall ball in front of you, right? Because you don't want that thing to be uh, uh, reinflating and causing any problems. And how fast are you dropping? Just like we talked, uh, was it last week or the week before, you know, reserves are dropping at about 5.5 meters a second. It's like jumping off a house. I mean, that's that's pretty fast. Um, and if it was, and if, if I was landing on land instead of water, that would have hurt. Yeah, yeah, with the motor on too, right? Uh, no, when you do the uh, when you do not the, the SIV in the real world. The real world, you have 
the weight of your motor right that's why i got that beamer 130 i got the biggest one i can get you know um steerable so i'm hoping that if anything ever happens you know i'll be able to to flare at the very end and tippy toe down the the thought of coming down uh, with a round or square reserve scares the crap out of me and i know i'd be up there trying to fix that darn thing because i'd rather fix the canopy than pull a reserve and you know slam down pretty hard 5.5 meters a second can't hear you walter can't hear me. oh i can barely hear you oh. sounds like you're way way far so it must be a settings thing yeah it's every yeah this whole this whole night it's all about settings <laughs> You got your good noise canceling on because we can't hear you at all. <laughs> um, anybody else have anything before we close tonight? We can talk for another hour. I don't care, but you know, if we're all done talking, might as well close it up. Close shop. Go fly. Go kick back and relax until tomorrow. What's Eric so busy working on? I don't know. I see. Also, I see him is working on something. He's Eric? talking to his daughter, and he's building that net ah gotcha yeah before the show eric was saying that he uh builds his own nets for the paramotors because it caught what did he say it cost four or five hundred dollars for a replacement net yeah, like 450 i think he said and then he built mine which is all pink and uh he's had somebody come up to him either at moonshiners or um curtains or something. JP, what were you doing? Nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> and uh, he's got an order right now that he's working on. So he started it last night and I think he's maybe a quarter of the way done. So he said it takes about eight hours sitting in his chair knitting. <laughs> Good for him, man. That's, hey, that's pretty cool. Hey, that's cool. It's easier to see everybody now. Does that show up on uh, YouTube too? I, I hope so. I, I just noticed that. I'm like, what is this immersive thing? So now you guys are hanging down there uh, chatting with me while I'm, while I'm up here. <laughs> Let's see if it shows up on YouTube. No. I can pick your nose. I, I, don't, I don't see it. It looks like it's... Um, uh, I just, no, darn it. Nope, it doesn't. That would be really cool. <laughs> it's got it's got like pictures of us at the very bottom of the screen and we're all like silhouetted out and everything. Just looks really cool. All right, let's see if we can do something. It's like we're your minions or something. It yeah. does, doesn't it? Let's see if this uh, does something different. So I can do um like like us, like <laughs> like we're like we're you know <laughs> hanging out, you know, and, and doing an interview. So this is something that we might need to look into in the future when we have a guest, you know, we want to talk back and forth and, and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. And we can do a bunch of people. Let's see if, like, like we're in a classroom. So <laughs> hello everyone. background on YouTube, but it looks like it just makes it white. Darn it. But this is cool right here though. We can transfer this. Uh, Look at Walter. He <laughs> <laughs> looks so confused. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I need to do a, a picture. Is it Control Shift 4? 4F or F4? 
go shift three. Why is the guy next next to me not paying attention? I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> since Sean, you're the teacher. I am the. I don't know. Maybe it looks like I'm actually looking at the teacher. I'm like I'm like I'm I'm the straight A student guy apparently. <laughs> right there, at the very front. Oh yeah, Walter from Australia. Oh. Mr. Cotter, Mr. Cotter. <laughs> now we look like potted plants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, JP, t can you screenshot this and show this uh, so people can see what the heck we're talking about since it's not showing up on, on YouTube, which sucks. I wish it was. Ready. Yeah. One, two, three. So here we are. This is what we see. And uh, let me change it back to the. Um, could you guys see this part right here as far as like um, us talking on YouTube or did that not show up either? It's just yeah. a white background. Just white background? Yeah. But, I mean, you can see you, but the background is completely white. Darn it. Uh, I can see a staircase and shelves and a. A drawing board or menu board, whatever it is, and Jade. Well, you're on Zoom. So yeah. only people on Zoom can see this. Oh, okay. Why is it not going all the way up? Man, this would be great if it was on. And then today, let's see. Oh, I a little bit. On YouTube. I don't know how to change that, though. Oh, well. This is pretty neat. We might have to, we might have to change it. Does this sound a little bit better? You can hear me okay? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Because I don't know why my microphone was turned down. So can I can I just mention something? Can we go back to the radios and headsets and phones? Um Will, I know you fly with air radio and I think uh, um Jade and Eric do. Can you hear the radio while you're, you know, if you're listening to music or listening to a phone call, can you hear your radio over the top, like aircraft? Phone call, yes. A uh, The radio, no. I have to turn the volume down on the radio or just stop it altogether. Oh, okay, yeah. Because so, you fly out of an airfield... Uh, Miles ahead of the game. Uh, Will, so you've got to use yours. Yeah, pretty much so, when I'm using the, the app radio, it's all business. You can use so, so, I mean, I just turn off the music yeah. all together so I can pay attention to it. Sean, it looks like we're waiting for dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... This is the one I'd love the the chat to see. I mean, that, that to me that looks so cool. Well, yeah, just I mean, uh, let me go ahead and see if I can share this real quick so you can so they can see what we're talking about. See what we're talking about, eh? All right. <laughs> this is great. Oh, now I got to get back to where am I? Are you doing that with Zoom? Yeah, yeah, it's a new feature that Zoom has. That way, you know, we can see everybody and see what's going on and 
I think that when you guys actually talk, though, your background is white. It's not. Yeah, that can be used for this. How would I be able to sh share this? Oh, really? Yeah. You're not going to, why wouldn't you sell it to make money off of it? I'm making money off of this. Can you see that? Did that work? Or no? Nope, that didn't work. That's not it. I am. I am. Oh, everyone can see the immersive view now. Oh, everyone here can see it. Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> lady the joints. That is so funny. I cannot. I would really wish that um, the rest of y'all can see this. Who's the little people? <laughs> Who's the little people? Hey, Sean, did you uh, read my uh, color code for your shed, for your garage? For my what? For, what? for your garage. What? Oh, no. Uh, go and have a look. It's a good color scheme, I think. Well, tell me what it is. Oh, uh, you paint red on the bottom uh, third. And the two thirds above, light blue, like sky blue. So when you hang your uh, your paramotors, that you could see them, you know, on the light blue background sky color. That would be really cool. And I did have something for your floor. I just said put vinyl or something down, vinyl yeah. tiles or vinyl, so you can you can clean it, you can mop it, you know. So, can you guys see the screen now? This is what we can see on Zoom. All the, you know, I'm talking, then everybody else is below me. Below, be, below me, not below me. <laughs> well, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Too bad everybody else. Yeah, I, to, I don't know how to get this right here. To YouTube now, that would be spectacular. Also, I said about uh, some LED lights. You put your shelves up, right? You're going to have shelves or something, right? You put the LEDs. It's like we're in school. <laughs> put the LEDs up underneath your shelf so it doesn't hit you in the face. Yeah, I like I like the up uh, all the way up around. Lighting. Yeah, the uplighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well that'll look all right too. Yeah, I think uplighting would be good because the ones that I have right now are just way too way too bright. Yeah. Well see there's your contrast there. Blue where the clock is and the red on the side. It looks pink, but a nice red would look nice down the bottom of your uh garage and the, the light blue where you hang everything you hang your paramotors whatever and it would they would show out show up were you trying to say something will fly because you're on mute by the way you know that right <laughs> it got me <laughs> What did you say? Yeah, my disease. I was just asking if you were still sharing your screen, but you're not. 
I don't think. Oh, no, no, I turned it off. I'm gonna, I don't know. Could, could you see it when I shared the screen? Yeah. <laughs> so lots of interesting stuff. There's a whole conversation going on in the background of this broadcast. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Where's, where's Chef Shane? Not on tonight. What's that? Where's Chef Shane? Oh, he's uh, he's in the chat. But um, yeah. he's kicking back and relaxing at home. <clears throat> I was going to say the photo of the... Uh, hills, whatever it was, with the fog, it looked like almost looked like a rainfall, uh, rainfall, rain, uh, waterfall. Did you guys see that picture? Who was it? Shane. Oh, no, I didn't see that yet. Some mountains or hills, and the fog looked like it was falling off the edge, like a uh, waterfall. Look oh, quite wow. impressive. Very impressive. There, son. Oh, but I don't. There it goes. Uh, <laughs> Look at there's, you. There's that naughty kid in the class. <laughs> the naughty kid in the class. <laughs> and, and the other one with his head down, not paying attention. Yeah, Eric. that's Eric. He's playing yeah. with his phone. <laughs> This is pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. Is this through OBS or what is it? What program? Oh, it's uh, Zoom. Oh, you it is? Go up, go up to view and you got speaker view, gallery. And oh, I did see that and I just was, I was scared to hit that. And then immersive and then you can, um, you know, hit uh, manual or automatic. So on something like like this you know it's it's uh, you and me if we want to but only here on zoom right this would be perfect for you know if we were able to get this on youtube but it's not working that way and then if i want to i can change it where i can take you off of there and uh have jp tulo jump on so now me and jp are chatting what <laughs> what happened? See us on Zoom. Oh, <laughs> what are we making? We're we in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, or I can, or Walter and I can be in the kitchen and we can make something real quick. Yeah, Is that someone cool? bring, out, bring out that lasagna, will you? <laughs> Now we need to figure out how we can get this to where other people can see what we're talking about because, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to talk, you know, dude, I'm trying to talk to you, but you're, you're doing this. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and it, it doesn't take much to get me excited about stuff. I think that's, I think that's really cool. Um, Paramotor NC did say that he did not feel any twerk on his anime for... <laughs> oh just that's just too much i, I could I probably told him to look at the screen <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about power 
uh, as we say in drag racing, there's no compensation for cubic inches. So the more power you got, I think the better off you are, oh, especially with people my size. Maybe, maybe Jade don't need a 300cc Cosmos, but not yet. Probably go better, go better on your trike, though. I'm sure. I do. If he was going to get a Cosmos, strap it on his back. I want to foot launch that B. <laughs> wait and see. I don't like to wait see and it. see. I you got one. I want to design like like Walter. I want to design a trike that's still under two hundred fifty four pounds, but I want to get a four stroke uh, water cooled uh, motor on it. And uh, yep, yep, yep. At least a two fifty, somewhere around there. I reckon it would be ample. <clears throat> Three hundred would be better if you're going to be double up and well, a bigger shoot. Tell me, tell me this. I think I've heard that two-stroke motors are almost twice as powerful as their as the as their four-stroke counterparts. Yeah, we have yeah. a 185, a Moster 185 two-stroke. Comparable for a four-stroke would probably be a 250. Am I right? Is that correct? Uh, I think you need bigger than that as well. You, usually, it's double. So if you've got a 185, you'd need yeah 300 four stroke um most of the uh four strokes right. are bigger but they're also heavier being bigger heavier and it would problem. but it would get much better economy too right? yeah less maintenance yeah. right less yeah. maintenance yeah. a bigger engine would be more eco economical yes and and you'd have a lot more torque not not that uh it's not noticeable, I don't think, the torque on, a say, a Monster uh, 185 because uh, it's got a good power range all the way through. But uh, generally, two-strokes tend to be um, torquey around a certain power curve, where a fourth-stroke, you've got torque from way down low, mm -hmm. you know, and, and also less revs. So uh, longevity... Um, the engine should last longer, a lot less maintenance, other than doing things like tappets and stuff like that. But other than what? Other than tappets, tappers, tappets. You know, your your four stroke have have a camshaft. With They're called stroke. lifters here in the U.S. Oh, lifters, yeah. Uh, li a lifter is the um, <clears throat> the part that rides on the cam. Right. Then you push rod and they go up to a little rocker and it does that, which opens and closes your valve. And the rockers, I'll say they're rockers because that's the proper name for it. The lifter is the one that touches the can, right? And usually they're either solid or hydraulic. And most of them these days are hydraulic. And if they're really special, they're hydraulic roller. So they have a little roller on the bottom, which is less friction and then they can also change the cam profile. The cam is what opens and closes your valve, the duration and all of that. Uh, Walter, Walter just changed our $6,000 paramotor to a $12,000 paramotor. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the thing is here in Australia, I don't know if it's the same over there, you can't buy a uh, two-stroke... Uh, motor for a bike, a motor, a motorboat, you know, 
everything's, everything's four-stroke now it, that goes in the water. So you're not releasing oil into the water, into the dams, into the rivers, into the ocean. You know, your two-stroke, naturally, it's going to burn a lot of oil and come out your exhaust in the water and it goes into the water. So they've outlawed two-strokes out here in in boats. Hmm. And every engine is, these days, are uh, uh, four-strokes with fuel injection and everything, which makes them a lot more economic, economical and and Power wise, they're a bigger, bigger engine, of course, but uh, a lot quieter than a four stroke, than a two stroke. So, you know, uh, you can see there are some four strokes around, but the the market hasn't really produced anything good apart from like, uh, uh, oh, what's their names? They produced a trike with the four-stroke uh, black. Oh, come on. Oh, the English company um, begins with the B. No, 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 no. In America, Mike and Mike. Uh, black Hawk? Oh, black Hawk, yes. They're, uh, and I believe that's a 1,000 cc. So, you know, that's, that's the sort of uh, size engine you would need on a trike. I would say, you know, mine being a 500cc two-stroke, you'd probably need near enough to a 1,000cc to produce the same sort of power, but a lot more torque, hence less RPM, uh, better prop reduction, and less RPM, less fuel, everything else. Might be able to also um, change the pitch of your prop if you yeah. if you're yeah. doing something like that too to make it more uh, yeah. more efficient yeah. because they have more torque and a lot less rpm so your prop would be uh quite quite different you know like you said a lot more pitch uh, probably a bigger prop for more torque and a lot more thrust one of the things that I was looking into or, or trying to figure out <clears throat> is would it be better to um, have your trike moving forward without the prop going um, when you initially get the, the wing to come up behind you? Pretty much like when we foot launch. You know, when we foot launch, we just go forward and it goes up and doesn't get caught in that wash. So what I was thinking, and one of the things I'm going to try to design here, it maybe it does, it maybe it's not going to work, but having the wheels actually turn on electric power, moving you forward to push that wing up, so you don't have to, you know, use the uh, use the prop. Uh, I think um, that would be a lot of extra cost that you don't really need. Extra Most cost, trucks, extra weight. You're going to have yeah, trouble with traction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, Sean, is uh, in most cases, it's just like flying a kite when there's no wind. You've got to move forward. Okay. Now, the, 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 the chute 
goes through the prop wash, it's, it goes up that fast that it doesn't really matter. I, I have had sometimes the chute gets caught in a in that position and it's just like a big break. So I just got to back off, let the chute settle again, and I do have to reset and try again. Uh, whether it's my type of chute, a lot of them don't do that. Yeah. They just come up and above. Maybe it can be uh, gearing. Maybe, maybe it can be gearing. So instead of the prop spinning, <clears throat> think about is how can we keep that prop and try how, how can we make this a little bit safer? Because, you know, prop spins, you know, you get, especially for like students, teaching students how to fly, you know, um, and be safe as possible. I mean, we, we've seen way too many people yeah. getting, you know, hurt with props. So maybe there could no. be a gearing thing that no. we can do to where the tires turn. And then once it goes to a certain point, then the prop can turn as you're actually going. I don't know. There's just so many different yeah. things. Uh, me mechanically, that would take too much. It you would think? be expensive, would be heavy. Well, <clears throat> with there mine, are. I've never, with, with mine, I've never caught a line in my prop. Now, it, it's where they attach, sit on the cage, right, and then they go back to the ground. And, and really... Once the shoots up, say 30, 40 degrees off of the off of the ground, uh, my my cables, my lines are nowhere near the prop. They've already cleared it. Yeah, I haven't so, had any problems with uh, launching a trike either. But I'm just trying to think of you know that you know maybe some ways of making um, a, a cage to where you know students could practice without the prop spinning. What they do is they're I've seen people they build like a lawnmower um sort of thing and there's there's no there's no prop at all and it's just but it's not designed to fly it's designed right. for training and it's a lawnmower mm -hmm. and you use it to you know you've got a throttle and your throttle is in this hand but it's turning the wheels which propel you forward and you can use that to kind of control so you still gotta make you still gotta make shift uh cage on the back right right yeah, yeah but yeah. but well, it's so designed us, just to give the student a feel yeah for us for our training that we actually they pulled us in the trike they hook a rope to our trike and they pulled yes. us just to get the wing up we didn't yep. even have the motor running we yep. got the wing up and that's we were just kiting the wing down the field and they were just pulling us you know that's part of yeah. the training with the Eric. trike Eric, you're right. I've seen Gorilla do it just of recent with his people strapped in and he just pushes the trike, gets the shoot up just so they can feel what it's like before they get into the air with the motor. Yeah, and then also you were saying about the, the prop. The When we were at um, Moonshiners, there was somebody, I think it was actually with a powered parachute, they must have had a gearbox. They were shifting gears uh, to get different speeds of that prop. And you could hear them physically changing gears. Wow. Wow. So, it, it, but I, as I said, it was a home build. I think it was a powered parachute. Uh, I really wanted to go over there and look for it. Uh, I just, you know, I would see a butterfly and I was thinking of something else. So <laughs> I have a very, very short attention span. I thought, he was gonna say, I thought he was going to say, I have a very short 
Oh, look, a butterfly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he must have had a uh, motorbike engine or something like that with a gearbox in it. I don't know what he had, but it actually sounded like a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower. And oh, okay, yeah, you could hear it shifting gears. I had no idea what uh, he had. Well, I know that um, some people will connect a uh, a cage or not, a, yeah, like a trike cage to a um, makeshift uh, golf cart and use that to pull, you know, so they can get the wing up and and practice, you know. Um, Cutting that way too. I don't think Shane would appreciate if we tore his golf cart up to make a practice. <laughs> I think we might need to ask him and see if we actually don't ask him. It's, it's better to ask for forgiveness, right? Is that how it is? And Mark McElroy said the sport's too uh, small for too much engineering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand why you're even thinking of that. If you've got a good cage, that's bigger than your prop. See, my prop is is virtually behind my cage. It's not like a paramotor where the prop is on the outside of the cage, if you know what I mean, like back behind the cage. Mm -hmm. There might be a bit more worrying about the lines, but my prop is, is within my cage. It, it, the lines really can't get in there. I mean, if it gets sucked in, uh perhaps but i've never had that that trouble um yeah just way too much engineering for what you're thinking of doing uh the cost and as i said the weight to do that um you know we we drive our trikes around without the chute and they move <laughs> they're fast i do you too know? i like that that's the most fun yeah i think i think oh, i've more I think I have more miles uh, riding around on the grass than I do up in the air with my trikes. Well, we, we saw uh, uh, Dave Wolf nearly take off with no wing at one of the flyings. I don't know if you saw that or not. Oh, uh, yeah. He got air. Do you remember right. that? Yeah. yeah. Now, it was now, a race, wasn't it? It was a trike JP, race. I've, JP, I've done it with a remote control uh, powered parachute that I built. and. Basically, it took off. Uh, I lost, uh, I lost uh, range. I didn't have the aerial up. It was an old, uh, you know, FM type radio, mm -hmm. and this thing took off across the field, got the bounce up, lifted the front wheel, and it went about eight nine feet in the air, gyrated, and came back to the ground. And and that's that's what I thought David Wolf was going to do almost, because <laughs> it took off one wheel. And yeah, a little bit more, he would have been both wheels off the ground and yeah. us overhead for sure. Yeah, no, uh, that they are fast. I've seen guys at our airfield do uh, 140, uh, not 140 mile an hour, but uh, what's that? Oh, at least <laughs> 80 miles an hour across the ground. Yeah, they're fast. That's that's one of the things I'd like to do is to get one of those. Uh, um, hang gliders and connect that hang glider to a trike you know and just haul i mean because you know hang gliders go a lot faster than our ppcs or ppgs oh, yeah. so yeah. i was thinking that'd be really really cool to be able to have a hang glider could you know attach that and just haul 
Well, they're, they're not much different to a normal trike. They just have a bar going up and a couple of lines that attach their wing and away they go. But, yeah, they are a lot faster. But my, my powered parachute on the ground, four seconds. I count one, two, three, four, and I'm doing about 60 knots, which is 120, 110 Ks, 115 Ks an hour. You know, that's... Uh, a good 60, 70 mile an hour. It's fast. And I've I got brakes. I have brakes. I don't have I I don't have brakes, but I had my uh, fly sky high on just to see how fast I was. So I was on the at the side farm and I went full throttle and I got up to uh, 55, 60 miles an hour. And I'm like, let go. And I just I mean, I tried to slow down. I couldn't believe. And I was not even at top speed. I mean, I was just Sean, if you count the actual seconds, you think about it, right? Go back to that moment, flat out, one, two, three, four, five, and you probably let off by then. Oh, yeah. That's how quick mine is. Four seconds. I haven't even got to full throttle because I apply the, my, my, uh, my throttle, apply the power, and I haven't even got to full throttle, and I'm doing like 60 knots across yeah. the ground. Yeah, I, I dig trikes. I love trikes. Um, I'm definitely going to have to make a, a really good, solid trike. Um, just, just, just make a solid trike. And uh, what I did, I mean, you can get normal brakes and put them on the back. But what I did, my, uh, my suspension and everything that I have at the front is virtually the same as a, um, um, a mountain bike. You know how they have the disc on the front and the caliper? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've burnt two sets of pads. They're only about <laughs> an inch, inch and a quarter by an inch and a quarter. And, yeah, that, when, when you're doing fast speeds and use your brakes, it uses the pads up. But normal flying, when you land, you're not going fast. No, we use them as dune buggies. <laughs> Yeah, but that's an easy uh, way to put a brake on is just use use something like that. But, you know, you get a lot of wheels today with either disc or drum brake, can be cable, can be hydraulic. And it's good to have that control, uh, you know, if, if you're uh, getting a little bit out of whack, just apply a bit of brake, slows you down a little bit, you know, especially when you're using it as a buggy. <laughs> Absolutely. It is 8.30, guys. Um, I really appreciate everyone hanging out with me today, to this evening, and talking paramotors. Had a blast. Um, anybody else have any last thoughts before we sign out today? No last thoughts? Do we miss no any? Flines. Any flines coming on? Yeah, you can find that over at uh, ppgzone.com. They got um, all the fly-ins that are coming up. Um, anyway, well, thank you very much, guys, for hanging out with me. Uh, we have Will Fly. We can find him at Will Fly PPG. Tell us a little bit about your YouTube and the stuff that you put on all your cool shenanigans. God like flying paramotors and love making videos about it. You find me on YouTube under Will Fly or willflyppg.com. Dot com. I love it. Oh, what, what's uh, who's sharing that? 
Bowfly.com. Okay. Okay, there we go. And uh, see who else we got here. Oh, JP, since you're sharing, just go ahead and uh, show, show us your JP Tulo stuff. Look at all those tabs you have open. Yeah, I get lost in my tabs. <laughs> so JP Tulo. Boom, look at that handsome devil. Yeah. Hey, man, look at that. Hey, I just broke 400. Whoa. Wow. Congratulations. 401. That's awesome. Kind of a TikTok big deal. Tulo. TikTok Tulo. TikTok yeah, so uh, JP Tulo on YouTube. Uh, JP Tulo on TikTok. And uh, JP also Tulo got the on gram. Instagram. You also got the gram. On the gram. So, whoa. Whoa, my goodness gracious. Oh. Ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Uh, TikTok Tulo, are you above uh, Pink Flamingo? Pink Flamingo. <laughs> yeah, Flying Flamingo Jade. Flamingo Jade. Uh, uh, she, does, she does a uh, podcast on Wednesdays. Can you tell us a little bit about your podcast, Flying Flamingo Jade? Sure. Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. And uh, Krista, Cupcake Krista and I, we interview females in any type of aviation. So if anybody's interested in sharing their story of how they got started in paramotoring, hot air balloons, skydiving, jumping off of cliffs, I haven't heard that one yet. But um, if you got any cool stories, everybody's willing to listen and ask lots of questions it looks like you're live right now on your page what's going on with your live show hmm. so you, you got 15 people watching you <laughs> how, how do you get to you uh, on on here well that was paramotorgirl.com um yep you can go to paramotorgirl.com or flying flamingo jade and you can also check me out on Instagram, I try to keep up with JP and TikTok, Flying Flamingo 12. Awesome. Have you got a guest this week, Jade? I do. Um, another gal from Ohio. She's a foot launch paramotor pilot. Oh, good. Yep. And in case you don't know, uh, in case you're listening, uh, what JP Tool is doing, he's showing us all of the different uh, social medias that we're talking about. Flying Flamingo 12. That you? Yep. That's mine. Well, why, why is he not subscribed yet? Why is he not following you? Uh, I'm not logged in, actually. You can see in the top right corner, I'm not logged into TikTok because who TikToks on their computer? Not me. I TikTok on my I phone. Don't tiktok on the computer that's just silly but make sure you make sure you hit that follow when you do go over to flying flamingo 12. So my most recent video there is this last weekend we were trying to set up our computer or our camper and uh little coco the little white dog she was white i thought she took off into that cornfield she came out of a green little reservoir of green water her face oh. was white and she was green. <laughs> Dogs are wonderful, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, they are. 
All right. Um, let's see who's next. Oh, your hubby, Eric, also known as ppglear.com. Tell us about all of your videos. I, what, what you're up to about 3000 videos and 5 million subscribers. Uh, yeah, please do not show my um, <coughs> YouTube. It's quite embarrassing. <laughs> but you can always find my friends, Will, Jade, uh, Shane, JP, you know, find everybody and also uh, Mark. We find everybody on uh, YouTube and watch their videos. I don't really do much with the videos. I'm too busy fixing um, what I broke the last weekend. So... <laughs> That's you so can find all your friends and Mark. Is that what you said? <laughs> all my friends and Mark. <laughs> Is that Mark McElroy? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Mr. McElroy, that did not come out the way it sounds. Please do not hold that against me next time. <laughs> all my friends and that Mark yeah, McElroy Mark. guy. <laughs> I watch him too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, uh, I don't do much, but you can. If you really want to look, you can find me at ppglear.com. And you have 33 subscribers. So please, guys, go over to ppglear.com. Hit that. Oh, subscribe. I'm up to 33. <laughs> JP, you thought you were a big deal. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Walter, what you got it's going on down under? Uh, going for my license next week. So. Won't be long and I'll get re-registered and licensed for my machine and uh, hopefully be in the air within a month or two. That would be awesome. You need to come over here so you can fly with us. Yeah, I'd love to, man. We'll see next year and how funds go. They're trying to work it out and it's not cheap. So we'll see how we go. Video, Walter. Hey, get here. Video. <clears throat> Yeah. What'd you uh, say, Will? Uh, What'd you say, Will? I said take video. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want to see. Oh yes, that. yes, yes, yes. As I said, it'll be in raw form because I don't know how to do editing yet. I've got to learn that. Maybe in the next couple of months, I'll wrap my head around it. Will That's does a good job. Do. Will's Will's Will, Will does a good job of editing. Of, I'd have to sit with him if I come over there and he can show me how to do it. That's what we need to do. We need to have like a classroom and uh, talk about how we, um, you know, uh, uh, edit our videos and, and maybe do like, um, maybe do one of these week, uh, one of these Mondays, we just talk about how do we edit, you know, our videos, how do we put in sounds? How do we do these different things? I think that'd be pretty good. Maybe, maybe that's something that we need to do one of these days when we don't have a guest. What do you guys think? Yeah, I say good idea. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely I'll sounds good. Them. Hey, I, I got I'll one go. thing to ask the paramotor community that's out there. Everybody knows that we have somebody we, that watches the show. His name is Kelby Cox. He's uh, one of the resurgence guys, and he is looking for a 28-meter wing, 24 to 28. So if anybody's got a wing that um, they would like to get rid of, uh preferably for free. Um, I know that probably ain't going to happen, but uh, we need to find a wing for Kelby so he can join us and fly with all of us. Right so on. I have a mission to find yep. a wing for him. And um, I would like to do that. So if anybody could help out, that would be awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, who, who do we, how do we get up with, um, who do we get up with 
if someone is listening to this and has a wing, how do we get up with you or who do we, who, what do we do? Uh, me, I can get a wing to Kelby or Kelby himself. Uh, he's, he's on here, uh, watching. So, um, just, he, I know he's going to be getting a trike soon and he needs a wing. Okay. So you can, uh, email me ppggrandpa at gmail.com. Uh, yep. make sure you put in the title, uh, Kelby Cox or free wing or reduced wing or whatever you want to say. So I know that, uh, you know, you got a wing for, for Kelby and, uh, I will pass this information on over to Eric and we will get it over to Kelby. So that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, can I good. say something? Um, I was watching a aircraft. Uh, 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 oh, I can't remember the name of the guy. He does a lot of vlogs for aircrafts, and he was talking about rules and that in the FAA that's changing and stuff. And he did mention Part One Hundred Three, no changes. So you know, I think you guys are pretty safe. They don't plan on doing anything with Part One Hundred Three. No. They don't want to regulate us. There's just way too many yeah. people that are flying. Plus, it's all experimental anyways. And, you know, yeah. if we if we hurt somebody, it's our fault. I mean, that's the way the rules are anyways. We hurt somebody or um, we drop something from a paramotor and it damaged property. We're at fault. It's it's just the way it is. So, Yeah, that, that's so, the difference no here is, is we, with our license, we carry... Uh, I think it's $10 million in third party property. So we don't have to worry if we crash into a field and put it on fire, you know, uh, wheat field or, you know, any damage, uh, which puts my mind at rest. You know, I'd, I'd hate to be in your shoes when, if something went wrong. We're so light. I think we just bounce off of things. We do more damage to ourselves than anything else, I think. So in Australia, yeah. you carry $10 million in your pocket whenever you go flying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can sign a check. I need to drive over there. Uh, they're Australian dollars. So what is that? Australian dollars, yeah. It's probably about $6, six $7 million. Six, seven, seven million. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. uh, Eric, can I ask you a question? What's your all-up weight of your trike with you in it? A guy don't kiss and tell. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I weigh around 200. Um, yep. I don't know. Maybe a 90 pounds for the trike. Is that all? Yeah, I can't convert that to Australian pounds, but I can <laughs> say that that is about what it is here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables there because I mean, you have, uh, I, I do carry lights. I do carry a reserve. I am in U S airspace, not Australian airspace. So I don't know the gravity difference. I mean, there's a lot of variables there that I can't help you out. Well, um, you know, well, you know, he's upside down and in the well, future. So, you know, it's a lot of variables. That, correct. And also in the winter time, I have probably 30 pounds of Arctic gear on to keep warm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I was just uh, curious on what your, uh, trike weighs. I would say, and... I would say a probably close to a hundred pounds. 
Now I tell yeah. you, I fly a 28 meter wing. I flew a 31 meter wing. Yep. This weekend because somebody cannot stop snapping lines and it's my own fault, but I don't like, I like a 130 prop instead of a 125 prop. So my prop oh. is the same width of my hoop because it gives me more bite. But anyways, um, so I was flying a 31 meter wing, same wing that I fly, even the same colors. So let me tell you, if you want to make a wing over or a spiral down or something look really sloppy, go to a bigger wing. Because let me tell you, you cannot, it does not look as pretty. But I you have more lift, right? I mean, oh, a lot more lift. Yeah, you're floaty. You come out of a, you come out of like a wing over and you don't mean to make another wing over, but the thing just has so much lift and it's lofty. It's just, it's like a pillow. Uh, and I, I can honestly say, I don't like that. Oh, really? I got a 28 yeah. meter wing also, and I always feel so heavy on it. I would love to go fly with a 30 or 30, you know, something meter wing. Once you go to a bigger wing, you'll see what I'm talking about as far as the, the loftiness. I would like to go to a 24 meter wing and make it the exact wing, just 24 or, you know, wow. uh, just 24. to see the difference. And I think what it would be is, and, and I don't know this, somebody else may know this. I think it would be... Um, you pull a little bit of brake or a little bit of uh, your tip steering and you are there. You it's like rails. Yeah. I think that's what it would be like. So I would like to know just personally, I would like to know what that's like. Cause I may want to go to a spicier wing, not for um, like doing acro or anything, just because uh, to be a little heavier on that wing uh, and seeing how it flies. Yeah, you'd go faster, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I fly a 20. But you also got you also got to think about power out because you're gonna come down at an incredible rate with that smaller wing. Oh yeah. Oh, I always thought I like my glide ratio and mine ain't because I'm so heavy, not me, but the machine as well, both of us. Uh, I'd like more glide ratio so I'm not coming down at 600 foot a minute, you see, with engine out. Um, if I was to do a power off landing, I've got to get it right, otherwise I'll smack into the ground pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think about that, yeah. What were you saying, Will? Yeah. I was saying I fly a 23 meter. I, I mean, man, you on a 24 meter with your trike? Yeah. Well, no foot launch. Oh, oh foot launch. Okay. Yeah, that's different. I, I can't also, imagine anything smaller than my 28 meter because right now with my 28 meter, I like in nil wind taking eight or 10 steps and being up in the air instead of running across, you know, a parking lot, you know, um, when it's, when it got a good breeze, you know, it's like an elevator. I, I love it. Uh, I can't imagine going to something small where I actually had to run and exert, you know, energy. Right. Yeah, I suppose if you're uh, lighter, perhaps like Eric, um, yeah, something smaller. But uh, there's both ends of the scale. One's going to give you more lift. One's going to make you descend quicker and more speed. So 
really depends on what how you fly. Well, as I said, I would just like to try just to see what it's like. Not that I advise it, only because you are now way overrated or overloaded on that wing. So yeah, it would just yeah. be. I like to see how things react mm-hmm. with, um, you know, different um, when you when you put different combinations together. If so, you get a wing like that, why don't you come over uh, to where I am and we got that tow machine? We could tow you up. So you can feel what it feels like, you know, really quick. And that way you can actually feel it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So now uh, if anybody's in the chat that has a free 23 meter wing, you can donate <laughs> that to Eric Lear so he can try this out. <laughs> He's on a mission. Damn. Absolutely. No, it's, uh, it would be something to try. Not that I would fly with it forever. I really do. And I will probably never outfly. I have a 28 meter Mac Paracharger. I, I, I honestly will probably never outfly that. Um, I will definitely replace every line known to man in that. And I think Michelle and I are on a first name basis now. Um, but if you ever need lines replaced, uh, lines in a day, Michelle, man, I called this morning. She has them sent in the mail already. But anyways, um, yeah. So I don't think I'll ever outfly that wing. Uh, cause I'm not looking to get into acro or anything every now and then Jade's not looking, I will do something, but, um, <laughs> I try to keep it very safe. I've seen how or why are you damaging, how or why are you damaging so many lines there? Because on my trike and it's only on my trike, I don't do it on oh, my, trike. Yeah. on my trike, uh, a one thirty prop is right on the outside of my, or right at my hoop width. Yeah, yeah. And I use that because of the fact that that picks or that gives me the a good grip with the air. Now I have a 125 three blade that I replace or I put on when like this 31 meter that I was flying, I knew that I'm cutting it close with my um, blade. So I put the 125 on because I didn't want to wreck his stuff. So I do that and I don't, I'm not a big fan of the three blade. I'm, I'm, it, it's annoying to listen to the um, yeah. harmonics yeah. on it. It's, it yeah. vibrates all over the place. It turns way too many RPMs. I really wish maybe it had a little more pitch and the same width, the 125. And, and not a good thrust either. No, it's not a good thrust. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's eye candy is what it is yes. to me. Um, for the trike, it is, I just do it so I can fly other people's wings. I will continue to fly my 130. I will have to maybe do something else um, to protect my lines a little bit, but it's only on takeoff. And I try to get my lines away from my hoop as much as I can. And every now and then I will catch one. And I've, I've, can you get care. a big cage? Huh? Can you order a bigger cage? Yes, but bigger is more weight. So I just yeah, took it wouldn't, off. Wouldn't be much though. Wouldn't be much, Eric. You're well, I just took off a big a big cage and I put on a gravity defiant that I got from Paraswag. And yeah. I love it. It's it's an awesome cage. Um it is lightweight. Um I think that uh it was a good move. It's just um 
it's it's a smaller diameter cage. I know that. I'm just going to have to figure out something to maybe I need to dull my tips so they're not as sharp. So <laughs> just a tip. Just That's what tip. she said, right? Well, it looks like JP Tool needs to go. We're rolling up on nine o'clock. Uh, we're dropping down to only 15 people that are listening to us. And I think that we're most of the people right here in the, in, in the, you know, on the panel that are watching it. So on that note, thank you guys very much for listening. Anybody, anybody have anything last words before we head on out? I didn't mean to cut you off, Eric. No, the no if I keep talking, you'll lose more people. So I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you guys are awesome thank you guys so much don't forget tomorrow is uh, shane going to be doing a show do you know as far as i know shane is doing a show tomorrow so make sure you run over to shane's show tomorrow over at pbg shane on wednesday we got uh, flying flamingo jade at paramotorgirl.com y'all have a wonderful evening if you want to check out my crazy shenanigans you can always go to iflyparamotors.com Seriously, I can't believe nobody got that dot com. What's that? I got it. No, I said dot com. I know, right? Dot com. Hey, you guys have a great evening. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you tomorrow over at pbgshane.com. Cheers, everybody. Peace.